Hey guys, what's up? Just keep the joking. Get right over there. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Newfoundland Gamer Podcast. This is your host, Chris, the Weekend Game Guy. As always, I have with me Michael, Michael B., the Game Genie. And of course, we always have Chad Keeb, the Joking Gamer. How's it going, guys? It's going good. It's super fantastic. Oh, I have a co-worker that used to say that. That's weird. That's cool, <laughs> though. But he used to hang out in Alaska a lot. That's kind of close to Canada, isn't it? So yeah. maybe... So maybe he picked up that from you guys, because you're so close to Alaska, in Newfoundland. Well, well not really. I mean, it's actually quite a long ways away. I'm going to invest in a map. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, tonight we uh, we are joined by not one, but two fantastic guests, two dear friends of mine, or at least I consider them that, regardless of what they consider me. Uh, <laughs> first up, we've got Dahmer from Dahmer's Cool Stuff. He's my boy. And of course we have once again Mr. Dude Two O Six Two Sticks Two O Six Sticks Two O Six. How's it going, guys? Good. It is going fantastic. Super okay. fantastic. Of course. Oh, see, it's spreading. Um, so good. It's good to have you guys back on. Well, it's good to have Dahmer you on for the first time, and I think it's the first time you've been on with us. And uh, yes, Mr. Dude. Welcome back. You and I did this the first time we were on here. We were on here together, right? Yeah, you're a host now. You're coming up. I'm moving on up, ain't I? Yes, to the east side. Yeah. Got that big piece of pie. Yep. There we go. Beans don't burn on the grill. Uh, We'll end up doing the whole song. So I figured we'd start off tonight just giving you guys a second or two to kind of talk about your channel. And just um, share what you guys do on your um, your gaming channel or whatever channel you do, um, your YouTube channel, be it. Um, so why don't we start with you, Dom? Why don't you take it away first? And uh, okay. let's hear what you do. Well, my YouTube channel name is Dahmer Cool Stuff. I do a bunch of things. I try to do reviews, uh, fix video game systems, or try to. I do a lot of game hunting videos. And just some random insanity. <laughs> nice. That's Pretty always much. fun. Yeah. All right, Stu, what'd you do? Well, I am Mr. Dude 206, also known as Stu Fish on the Facebook, and basically I do, you know, either pickups, but as of late I've been doing a little series called Play on Play that features a bunch of YouTubers that I am friends with and people that I find interesting on the YouTube, and I have a whole bunch on Q, so I guess keep a lookout for all of those. And, uh, Recently hit 500 and did a year anniversary for uh, YouTube as well. So I'm kind of working on something special for that. So as soon as I find time, 
I will put it up and, you know, you guys will get to enjoy it as soon as I get to that point. Nice. Yay, Transformers! Yeah, I was going to say, no pressure, but I hope it's more stop motion. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying I love that stuff. How about G.I. Joe's? Wouldn't that be good? Oh, I'll take it. I will take it. I will literally flip out if you do G.I. Joe. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now. Little teaser on that one, so... Especially if you use my favorite Joe, so. Hawkeye? No, Shipwreck. <laughs> Shipwreck's actually yeah. my favorite. Cause I just imagine. Awesome. If you go back and watch the show, it is the Shipwreck show. Yeah. I just imagine it like whenever the, like at the end of every episode, him just like swearing up a storm, you know? Like I could just picture it in his parrot too, you know? Like, that's just kind of what I always pictured as a kid. So, anyway, that's, that was kind of what my world of G.I. Joe was all about. Was a drunken sailor. <laughs> the more you know, so. or now you know, and no one's having the battle. Those, always, so. those those old tips that they gave at like end of every other episode, just you know, kind of like what they did Full House, where they changed the music and give you this live tip. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah, those are. I wish they'd bring that back on other cartoons, you know, but cartoons now are lame, so. Pretty much. Yeah. But, hey, that's that's our gen, and this is what, I guess, they like, or they want to make them see, so I don't, I don't know. It all depends by generation. Yeah. Yeah. Stay strong, people. There's a new Dragon Ball coming. Yeah, I heard they are going to redo the whole series, so, or at least the, the oh, creator wow. said he might be redoing a lot of stuff, so that'll be interesting. Hmm. The, the last cartoon I got into was uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I have no clue what that is. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, if you get a chance, like, think like your imaginary friends when you were kids. And when you grow up, you're, you no longer need it. So it's a foster home for all these imaginary friends. Oh, that's a <laughs> good idea for a series. I'll have to find this thing. Well, uh, I guess we are now post-announcement, and uh, Microsoft revealed the uh, the Xbox One, so I figured it only made sense tonight for us to sit down and have a a chit chat about it, kind of what we thought and what we uh, what our feelings were, and you know, roundtable discussion. I know we have some Microsoft fans in the house, and I know we have some not so Microsoft fans in the house, and I know we've got people that just you know think for themselves. You know, and I think we all think for ourselves, don't get me wrong, but you know, I'm, I'm gonna just stop talking and, and let's hear what everybody has to say. So the Xbox One, what do you guys think? I think that, uh, it'll go with the times. Everything goes with, you know, what depends on how the market is at this time and everyone wants their convenience and their TV and all that stuff. And so I guess that's what they're trying to go towards. And, all, you know, with all the news, a lot of people say that they don't plan on purchasing it. But once it gets down to it, you know, obviously, if they have something good, people will buy it. And there's just so many issues with, like, backwards compatibility, uh, compatibility uh, and uh, just pricing. It's just there's so much wrong that they've stated in the in the release. But, you know, when it comes down to it, like I said, people will buy it if they really want it. It's just... It, it always gets a bad rap when they start with it. Like the first, the Wii U came out and everyone was pretty much bitching about that. But, you know, 
it, I'm still kind of waiting to get something for it. But, you know, I say give it time and people will learn to like it. But me personally, myself, I don't plan on getting it because I just don't like where they're going with you have to be online all the time. And all that stuff, so. They have yeah. too much control. Yeah, my, I'm the tech. Technologically speaking, it's a beast. Yeah. Of the system, my biggest complaint was pos- the possibility of Xbox Live going up to fifteen dollars a month. Oh my gosh! And yeah. I've been an Xbox Live subscriber for six years. That's probably going to have to end. Uh, I don't like the trade-in thing either. I, I've never been I've never never been a fan of Connect. Right. Um, I just think it's sh- it, it, it's worthless to me, and the fact that they're making it the center of attention, mm-hmm. and making it like you can control your TV with it, and you can yell at it to play movies. These are features I don't use already with the Xbox. Why do I want it now as the pretty much selling point to the system? Well, do you think it's like kind of like a generational thing almost? Like, I mean, I know with um, essentially what we're moving into is like this whole era of the home theater PC, and that's essentially what this thing is. It's um, you know, it's an all-in-one box that just kind of does whatever. And what I've gathered, because you know, I I'm a school teacher, so I work with teenagers a lot, and a lot of these kids that I work with are um. You know, Xbox fans, you know, they, they all play Call of Duty online and they all, you know, whatever. Every one of them is all about, this is the most amazing thing. It's got a Blu-ray player. I was like, wait, wait a minute. You know, um, but they're excited about that. They think it's really cool that they can play their, um, their games on their yes, but they can also control the TV. They can do the picture in picture stuff. They like that idea. Do you ever think maybe it's our old school gamer mentality that's kind of saying, I don't really like this thing? Because that's what I really got to thinking about is I think when I think gaming, I think you got a controller, you're sitting with your buddy. You know, I mean, that's kind of where my head's still at. Maybe I'm just behind with the times. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm going to talk first on this one. You see, I believe that I'm hip. I'm with the times. I understand the kids today. Yeah. Uh, I'll I would agree. Aside, though, uh, uh, I really, I really don't know where they're going with this because what you're talking about is you're basically saying that they've chosen their target demographic to be uh, the youth. I mean, that's what they're going for, and they're not going for the adult gamer. Uh, I'd really like to know how they did the market research. Uh, I don't know if that'll ever be released to the public, but that'd be really interesting to see because. I mean, most of the things we hated so much about the Xbox, like the Kinect, is just god-awful. And unless you basically, your living room's in a gymnasium, it's very difficult to use. So mm. unless they've made updates to that, that the Kinect is going to be a little bit better, uh, I, I, it just doesn't make any sense. It seems like all the things people want in a system, like all the things that, you know, PlayStation's getting high fives about for the PS4, Xbox just said, yeah, we're not going to do any of that. We're going to keep pushing the ideas that didn't work with the 360, except we're going to expand upon them and force them down people's throat for the Xbox One. Maybe it is a generation thing, and maybe their demographic is kids, and they talk to the kids, but if Microsoft was smart enough to realize the kids, they're not so worried about the Xbox. I mean, uh, I made a joke to say I'm hip, I'm happening, but I'm not, and I don't really understand, but what I think... uh, Everything's going towards, like, mobile gaming and kind of 
you know, the iPad and stuff like that, that seems to be what the kids are using more so than anything else. You still get people playing COD, but, I mean, I don't think that's sustainable from a child's perspective. I think right now the demographic of us as adult gamers are the ones that's really pushing the market. I don't yeah. see kids really getting all the games for Christmas anymore. It's mostly mobile devices, so I could yeah, be completely true. out of touch. I don't know. And if I you see look, I'm kind of uh, sorry. See, I'm like the whole connect thing. It was like maybe they're trying to cut their losses by trying to add that as needed on the Xbox One because of the sale. So maybe that's why they're implementing that. You know. We we got all these excess connects. What do we do with them? Oh, let's let's yeah. resell them with the new system and stuff yeah. like that. It's just I don't know. There's too many dick moves that Microsoft's trying to do. But um, yeah. And if you look from a business standpoint, you know, financially speaking, we're the ones with money. You know, we're the age bracket with money. Yeah. And and you know, I, I recently read not long ago that our age bracket, that 25 to 35 age bracket, maybe even all the way up to 40, is the is the fastest growing demographic of gamer right now. So more and more of people in our age bracket are playing video games. So the question is, or at least returning to video games some in some cases. So the question is, like, why market to the quote-unquote punk kids when you can market to the adults that actually, one, have the money to buy what you're trying to sell them, and two, you know, but maybe that's the thing. Maybe some, maybe there is a... a a portion of our group that um, is more interested in that. It's almost like I, I think of it like kind of like the Wii. Like the Wii brought in people that never really played games. Maybe this is trying. Maybe they're trying to market to people that don't play games. They're trying to pull the Wii on us. Is like maybe they're trying to find the casual gamer that would be interested in the Kinect. I don't know. Uh, if I could jump back in there really quickly, there's another idea here, and I just want to throw this out there so people can think about it. Every move that the Xbox One has pulled directly affects GameStop and the sales of stores like this because you can no longer get the second-hand game with the discounted rate because everybody knows GameStop, the trick of it is they're only getting a $5 discount off what you're basically buying. So now if you buy a used game from GameStop, it's another $15. I think it's 10 or $15 to actually use the used game on your system. So it's actually $10 more expensive to buy a second-hand game to use on the Xbox One. Then on top of that, they don't make the system backwards compatible because what usually happens when a system's backwards compatible, the minute you get your new system, you go out there and you trade in your Xbox 360 to GameStop. You just get rid of it because you don't need it anymore. So that completely eliminates the resale of these systems back to GameStop because if people still want to play their Xbox 360 libraries, they have to keep their 360 now. So to me, it seems like they're directly attacking GameStop. Well, yeah, yeah. It, and it's funny that you brought that up because I just read somewhere where they finally explained a little bit about the trade-in process of the Xbox One stuff. You you can only trade in your Xbox One games to retailers that um, have the Azure cloud system, which is what the Xbox One is using, and they have to be licensed by Xbox. You can trade in your game, but you're going to get a lot less credit for it, and the publishers and Microsoft are getting a cut. Hmm. And the reason why, and the reason why you have to be part of the cloud services, because when you trade it in, it'll immediately take it off your system. Yeah, because I was curious about that. I was curious as to like, as far as like stolen games and stuff like that were concerned, like how would this cloud system affect that? Like, you know, if someone stole one of my games, 
you know, I could report them and they would know. You well, know. You, you, if if they don't try to like, I don't know how they're going to deal with that. But basically, from what I've heard and pieced together, when you put it in, say it's my gamer tag Antimarius, I load it in, I load Call of Duty Five into my gamer tag. Yeah, it is tied to my account. That game is tied to my account. So if somebody tries to put it in their system, it's going to say this game is tied to an existing account already. So, so could I mean I don't know if anybody knows anything about this yet, but so in theory, I guess you could play your used you could play your game on someone else's console as long as you logged into your account. Pretty much. So well, there's that, some, yeah, there's some kind of limit on that as well that there's only so many yeah. accounts per system. Uh, yeah, and Microsoft and since Microsoft basically let the news slip of how the trade-in process is going to work, they've been backpedaling since then. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying, oh, well, they're going to change their mind and stuff. I've heard that, too. So, I don't know. It's really really weird. I mean, I mean, from that standpoint, it really makes Sony and Nintendo look like kings of the hill right now, at least from that standpoint, because they're totally okay with, what, well, Nintendo especially, backwards compatibility, right? And um, used games, so let, let's sell some used games. You know, they're totally okay with that. Was there a price point on the Xbox One? I, I haven't. Yet. I haven't heard. I've heard rumors, but I haven't heard anything solid. They're. I think they're announcing it at E3. Yeah, I've heard like five hundred bucks was the rumor, but I don't know. And that's another thing. If 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 Sony sets their pl- price point right and they undercut everybody big time, it would be on. Yeah. I think. I think. I don't they know also, anything about this. They also say they're gonna raise uh, the game prices possibly, but um. I don't know. They're they're pretty high as is. It was it like fifty nine ninety nine for some, and yeah. if you want to go crazy, it's like eighty for like collectors and stuff. So uh, yeah. I don't know. It it depends on the software really, because um, I don't know. I guess all the stuff you download on the cloud could be cheap for the system. And they say about like if you waste your money on a new game, usually you would download a demo for the Xbox One to see if you actually want to play it. So I guess that could be a good thing if you're not sure. But they're also trying to stop people from trading things in and making people more solid on what they want to purchase. It, it it goes back and forth, I guess, you know. Yeah. It's really strange. Yeah, and, you know, it's good. It's definitely going to help developers in a sense when it comes to used because you can at least get an accurate count of how many games were sold. The problem with GameStop and their used games, they, they don't track them. So those sales don't go towards that game. So you can't say... um this game sold two million copies, but it happened to sell five million copies used. Even right. even if the, even if they tracked it though, Dahmer, the the company still loses because they don't get the secondhand profit. And people buying the game for five dollars less at GameStop, it, it makes no sense to me. They don't. None of that money goes back to the publisher then, the producer. Well, well no, with the Xbox One, when you do the trade in, yeah, yeah, Xbox and the publisher are taking a cut from the trade in. Which you know what? It, it's the right thing, and uh, I mean, this is not genius type stuff. I mean, this is what uh, you know, Apple did with their whole uh, iTunes. This is why it was done, to make sure people get paid for their music. Yeah. And paid for their art. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's a... Uh, I don't know. I, I feel funny because, like, emotionally speaking, I feel funny because I, I pretty much only buy used games unless it's just that one game that like I just can't stand not to pre-order it or I can't stand not to buy it new. 
But for the most part, I buy pre-owned games because, you know, I'm poor. You know, I just told you I'm a school teacher. Okay. So, I mean, from that standpoint, I, I totally agree that, you know, these guys are worthy of what they earn and they definitely need to be paid for what they do. But at the same time, good Lord, $60 a game. I mean, you know, I just, I'm going to end up just having to wait until prices drop on new games. But as of right now, I'm not planning on getting an Xbox One anyway. It kind of reminds me of when people go see a movie, they wait till it comes out on Blu-ray or DVD to avoid paying the theater prices, and they could just download stuff. So, uh, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, totally. Well, another issue I have is the way the games work, is you have to basically put them in, and they're attached to your account. I mean, how much different is this than digital download, where the game is licensed? Because basically... The Xbox One has to be online at all times. So the, the physical copy of the game that you're downloading can connect to a server. But if that server goes down, if they just, you know, the game flops and they just shut it down, like, is there any protection to see that that game will still be registered? Like, they'll be able to recognize that game? Right. It, is this a physical it, licensed situation? I don't know. That's, that's, that's what scares me about the. That's what scares me about like all the PS3 games I have now in the Xbox 360. Because every time you pop in an older game, you have to do some kind of patch or update, you know. Yeah. So come like maybe five years and you want to play a PS3 game, if servers are down, you know, who knows? You can't even play those games. So I guess that's what keeps the uh, the power of all the retro systems like GameCube, PS2, and a regular yeah. X regular yeah. Xbox down, you know, to where you don't have to update anything. So. I don't know. It's just too much of this convenience and being online is, I, I feel it's kind of not, it's not helping and, but it's definitely, it, it, it's, it's stupid. They should give you an option whether you want to or not and not charge you because P, the PSN doesn't charge you to, you know, play online or anything and they're doing good mm. with that. So why should Xbox charge you more for something they're already giving you? You know what I mean? So. Chad, what do you yeah. think? I haven't heard from you yet. Well, I've already I've already covered this, so I'm just gonna let you guys just sit there and have your fill. <laughs> I've al- I've already ranted on this. I've had enough of it. <laughs> I'm gonna pass. You guys go ahead. Okay. <laughs> He's so angry. Yes. So much rage. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this this. I mean, and I was thinking about this in terms of like. At one point, I was kind of interested in the on-live system. You guys know what I'm talking about, like the yeah. digital. Yeah. I thought about getting one of the consoles, checking it out, seeing what it's like, you know. But then I really got to thinking, like, well, if I buy all these games and the on-live system, the whole company fails, what am I left with? Nothing. You know, at least if Sony goes belly up. I mean, Sega went belly up, but I can still play my Dreamcast games. You know what I'm saying? Because I got them. But if the system goes down... What do I do then? It's the same kind of idea. Like, you know, five, ten years from now, when these companies are gone, the servers are broken, everything's gone, I can't just throw PS3 games in there. I can't play digital games anymore. I can't, you know, if my PlayStation dies and I bought a bunch of DLC games, what have I got? A lot of wasted money. That's the one thing about physical medium that I just can't let go of. That's why everybody's like, well, you know, you could just get it down. No, I cannot just download it because what happens whenever it breaks? You know? Yeah, and I have a lot of downloaded games on my 360. And, like, you know, Xbox Live Arcade stuff, that stuff's yeah. not transferable to the Xbox One. Yeah. Nope. That sucks. That's that's a... I don't know. I wasn't I just, you shouldn't get rid of it, I guess. Oh, no. I, w- I wasn't planning on getting rid of it. <laughs> but 
it, it just stinks. You can transfer your gamer score, but you can't transfer your Xbox Live games. What's the point then? Yeah. You know? I know Stewfish has a Wii U. Uh, anybody else here have one? No. I'm still waiting for, you know, like I said, one of the, it, once that used rack fills up, <laughs> there I am again. You know, <laughs> yeah. once the, once the used rack fills up, I'm on it. Well, actually, well, I'll bring it up when we get to the news segment. There's something that's actually probably enticing me to do it. I think everybody knows what I'm about to talk about. But anyway, yeah. I mean, I haven't got one yet. I think uh, Mike's going to talk about like how you could, uh, you can't transfer things from the regular Wii to the Wii U, meaning you have to repurchase games on the virtual console. Is that where you're going to get to? Well, My- yeah, I'm going to talk about that, but you can transfer your games as long as they're not on an SD card directly over to the Wii, the Wii U. Oh, oh nice. So, I mean, like, Nintendo went out of their way to make this system backwards compatible with the Wii to transfer all this stuff over there so easily, and I hate to be the Nintendo fanboy, but, man, Nintendo really, like, have started to listen to people, and I know some people complain that the Wii U didn't have, like, the GameCube ports, but, I mean... Come on, I mean, how much can they do? I, I really think that Nintendo and Sony have done a lot of fan service, and they've really looked out for the people that have, you know, supported them for a long time. When Microsoft, in my opinion, went for the throw to GameStop, and, you know, basically to make sure the money goes back to Microsoft and the people that are supporting it, and in the essence of doing that, they've also cut the throat of the fans. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I mean, and and it's all according. To, I think Sony's price point will be the what makes or breaks them here. I mean, but now, however, I mean, to my knowledge, the PS4 will not be backwards compatible with PS3 games. At it, least that's what it, I've heard. It is not. Um, so it's, I, a, that, it's a completely different architecture, and it would cost more money to put the cell processor in. Right. So right there, I mean, Nintendo is on it. I mean, at least from the backwards compatibility standpoint, they got my vote. Um, the price is what's holding me back, um, honestly. Um, and it's all according to what Sony does here, price-wise, which next-gen console I'm going to buy. I'm honestly oh. holding out, you know. Come on, I mean, the Wii U is what, like 100 bucks more than the Neo Geo X was? Yeah. <laughs> That's and not I didn't, that bad. <laughs> and I didn't get one of those either, so, <laughs> you know. At the moment, out of the three systems, the PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, the first one I'm picking up is going to be the Wii U. Same here, as of right now. And of- uh, yeah, I'm sorry to jump yeah. in again, but no, you no. guys know you guys know that Nintendo priced the Wii U at a loss just to get it out to the public. Yeah, I know that. I'm aware of oh, that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm my I just can't afford it. I mean, I'm not I'm not complaining at their price point at all. I think it, I think for what comes packed into that machine and what it's capable of doing and how it looks and what and, and you know in terms of the full package totally worth the money i just don't have that much money so i'm not complaining don't get me wrong um i'm i'm in love with nintendo in its own way right now um in some ways i'm not very happy with them we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second but you know that it's it's really small points that kind of i don't know it's just it's 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 my personal financial thing right now on on that but if if I had the money, I'd go get a Wii U right now. I'd I'd quit this call and go get it. <laughs> Forget Newfoundland. I'm getting a Wii U. No, Wii U. I, I'm in the same boat with you. Um, just right now, it's a financial situation. Uh, once things pick up, and the next console I do buy, it's definitely going to be the Wii U. I mean, yeah. I just rebought 
the Wii about four and a half months ago. Um, <laughs> and man, I've been picking up um, Wii, ti- Wii titles and GameCube titles left and right right here lately, and I'm just falling in love with that system all over again. I mean, this, I, like I've been playing my other, my, um, Sega and my Nintendo and stuff like that, but then I, I cracked into some of these Wii games and I'm like, dang, this system really was good. And there's a lot of great games on that that people really need to go back and play because this is a good console. I don't care what anybody says. Graphics, shut up. Shut up with your graphics. Yeah. There's, there's some quality titles. I mean, Mirror Monster Demon Blade. Yeah. Well, I, actually, tomorrow, that's, that's, we're, we're cracking into Xenoblade, um, tomorrow, so. Good game on that one. I, I, I don't want to have this phone call anymore if everybody's just going to talk about owning Xenoblade and some. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'd said a Miramus, uh, Miramus, the Demon Blade. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Demon Blade, that's, I haven't. Yeah, that's a, that's a great game. And, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do one a little bit better than that, too, because I don't know if Stu Fish did this, too, or notice. Like, I bought a new TV recently, and uh, I got a 55-inch LED TV. And, nice. Uh, what happens is uh, when you use the component cables for the Wii, it doesn't look so nice on the newer TVs. You can kind of notice it's choppy at certain points. Mm-hmm. When you use the Wii uh, on the Wii U, it actually seems like it upscales it a bit, and the, it actually looks better through the Wii U, the Wii games do. Kind of like the PS1 yeah. games on the PS3. Yeah. Smooths it out a little bit. That's cool. I see you guys are selling one for me right now. Like I'm like, all right, what can I sell around here to get one? Yeah, I, I did. I did post the video earlier, and I mentioned something. I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch it, but something I tried to do on the Wii U was try to connect the component cable with my stereo, and then have the HDMI run strictly video. It doesn't let you do that. Oh. So that's what sucked. I was like, okay, you know, what, what am I? What am I supposed to do now? It's it, it just sucks that it doesn't let you do that because you know sometimes you want to hook up your surround sound to your new gen console or whatever and but it was kind of frustrating that the PS3 can do it. Can the Xbox 360 do that? Yeah, because isn't that how you hook up Turtle Beaches to it or something like that? Yeah, it's it's you convoluted, know. but you can do it. Yeah, you can't do that with the Wii U, which kind of it's that's a shame. Dumb. Yeah, but that's, that's just one gripe, I guess. Out of still need a small pick up the game. potatoes. Yeah. Well, small I mean. Potatoes. Yeah, I mean, well, since we're on it and we're talking about Nintendo and showing some love, let's maybe you want to talk about a little bit of hate for a second. Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. Uh, let's this, do this. Let's, this whole ad thing, man, what's up? I mean, Mike, I was really curious. I was actually going to ask you, Mike. I mean, you just did, you know, your Vice Project Doom review. Fantastic yep. job, by the way. Thank and you. And I really enjoyed it. And I really, actually, as soon as I got done watching it, I started checking the Ebays out for a copy of it. <laughs> I gotta give me one, and then I saw Stu. I saw your complete copy on nah. on on the Facebook, and I was like, ah, I gotta get one now. I gotta get it now. But uh, I like pay for that, Stu. I'm sorry to jump in here. Um, it was fifteen bucks. What? That's excellent. That's very bucks. good. That's how much a cart is. I had a buddy look out for me. He you know he works at the retro store, and as soon as one popped in, he gave me a call, so I went there and picked it up. So mm, I gotta get some connections like that. But Mike, I was going to ask you, man, have you, have you, like, felt any of the, the wake on this Nintendo ad placement thing yet? I mean, I don't know. I'm curious as how it's going to affect people like you and me and Stu. Well, all of us, really, that do Nintendo reviews and things like that. How, how it's going to affect our reviewing versus, because we don't really do Let's Plays as much as we do. Well, I kind of do. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna affect me in a nice bit, especially that, especially that next week, all next week is gonna be the Super Mario 64 Let's Play. So yeah, yeah. Well, so that might come to bite me in the butt. I don't know. Uh, we're all late to the game on this. That's what I'm gonna say. A lot of people don't realize this, but. Uh, um, you guys all remember, like, I had this really fun, catchy, old intro that I used to use with the uh, new Super Mario Brothers music, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, anyways... Yeah, I, got I remember this one. I got contacted by Nintendo to tell me I can no longer use it, and they went back and unmonetized all my videos using that intro. That's crazy. Wow. Oh, wow. And on top of that, they started to get <laughs> really touchy about the music you use in games. So, like, I just did uh, my top ten Nintendo games, and... uh the whole video, no problem, except they caught the Legend of Zelda music, and they said, nope, that was their copyright. Even though that it's music ripped right out of a game, it's their music. So, I mean, they're really getting touchy. And that isn't something that just the Let's Play stuff, they've been doing this for a little while. So while Sega comes right out and does dick moves, Nintendo's been doing it kind of quietly. Right. But it, have you been flagged or anything weird like that, or outside of them just like taking it off? I mean, have you gotten have you gotten in any trouble? Is what I'm asking. No, 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 no trouble. I've just got notifications that Nintendo has pulled copyright of some of the material I use. Only for the monetized, though, right? No, not not just for the monetized. What they'll oh, do uh, is, yeah, what they'll do is if you uh, like my top ten Nintendo games again, there's ads on that, not a Nintendo ad, but there's an ad on it. But that's not my ad. That's Nintendo's where they flag my music. Same as if you use any copyrighted music. Like if I want to use Cindy Lauper, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, uh, it'll come up, matched content, and it'll actually list the track available on iTunes. And they'll automatically throw an ad in that actually pays the person for you using their content. So, I mean, yeah, with the Let's Plays, they're going to put their ads on and they're going to use that for content. But they've been already doing that for their music. The same as what Sony BGM would do if you use one of their titles. It's weird because I do have the one Let's Play up, and I've never got any kind of notification or anything like that. So I'm just wondering if uh, maybe because I haven't monetized anything, they just like I'm just like who cares? Oh no or, no no no! This is this is going to be content like the music. Even if you have no intention to ever monetize it, they're going to use their property rights to actually monetize the video on your behalf. I'm gonna have nice. to check that out. I'm gonna have to see if any, cause I haven't gone back and watched any of those things. I'm gonna have to see if any ads pop up on any of my older stuff. You would have received um, some kind of content notification. I haven't gotten anything, so I guess, I guess I'm in the, in the clear on that. At least for now. Not necessarily. What it might be is they might have to go through, cause this is a bit awkward. They might have to register the copyright for the item, like the video. And then go back and locate all the videos because they're not going to get an automatic, like, it's not going to automatically populate. What they're going to have to do is go back and search through the videos until they can put something in place through YouTube that will automatically catch the content. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, right now when you go through the process or the processing on your video, part of what that is is someone actually scans through the video to make sure that, or a machine scans through the video to make sure that you're not using something that's not yours, that they can get through without the content IDs. So until those safeguards are put in place with YouTube, you're going to have a lot of people getting through the cracks, but they may go back and invest in people to go back and find other videos. So is it, is it more, is it more, you get flagged more on the music or the video footage? Like, cause I know I use like, you know, footage from time to time and stuff like that. Is that as much a problem as it is the music? 
Um, I was having a, a Skype conversation one night with Keeb and with uh, Billy Chaser, and he kind of explained it to me. There's a law in the States, and of course I'm from Canada, so I don't know this, where there's something with free use where you can use certain content right, and yeah. as long as it's not continuous for, I think, more than a minute or something like that, you can still get away with it. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, because I'm just I'm just curious how, you know, all of us that do reviews and and gameplay footage and things like that. See, because that's the thing. Like my, like my hey Chris, what you playing's like it'll have footage going <laughs> while I'm playing, but it you know, I cut and I switch and I cut and it changes and I'm just curious what's I'm just curious how it's going to affect me, man. From and what, go ahead. Go ahead. From what we're being told right now, it's strictly going to be on Let's Plays. So it would be, it would be something that you didn't create. Like when we take uh, game footage and we modify it for our purposes with the review, and usually we'll add like maybe some music over top of it. You add your uh, voiceover in, and you kind of chop it up. You're changing the media. But when someone actually just physically plays the game and puts that straight on the video. I mean, they're not really doing anything interesting or unique, or they're not actually doing anything artistic with it. Right. And I know some people might debate with me because they're big Let's Play fans and stuff like that. No, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just saying that outside of them talking over playing the game, what are they actually doing that's creating video? Right, yeah. Then using something else that somebody has already put their time and effort into producing. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I, I mean, I'm not mad at Nintendo for this, honestly, especially for the fact that they're not really flagging people and they're not forcing people to take their content down and they're not shutting down their channels. Like, I'm not necessarily mad about it. I just, I just don't know if it was the wisest move. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in, in terms of a business sense. Well, it, it, Nintendo's hard up for cash. I mean, what, yeah. Yeah, I, and I understand that, but see, at the same time, don't you feel like that made a lot of people turn their backs on Nintendo? I mean, I, I devil's advocate here. I mean, it, 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 it was more. At least it wasn't what Sega did. Oh, absolutely. What Sega, Sega, what Sega did was just, pardon my French, pure fucking bullshit. Mm. Um, but this is we, almost backhanded in a sense. It's like, all right, well, we'll let you keep your content up, but we're going to be making the money on it. Yeah. yeah. And some of these guys, like the L players, I know I'm not a fan, but I know Chuck O'Conroy, he's going to be pissed because most of those guys at LP, as much as they do, it's kind of their job. In it a takes sense. a lot of time to do those, too, it, you know. It does take a lot of time. I, and I do agree with you, Mike, that, you know, there's really no creative content going on in there, technically speaking. You're not creating anything. You're just kind of hit play and let it go through. <laughs> Yeah. But for these guys to do it, you know, they do have sponsors. They do have the YouTube ad red revenue coming in. That's being taken away from them. So that's going to cause a lot of LPers to not even do Nintendo games anymore. Yeah. In my day, if you needed to pay your bills, you got a job at Denny's making the delicious potatoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. And Grand it's, slip. <laughs> it's a slippery slope when you talk about, like, should you get paid for the content you, that you do? Well, yeah. it's 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 more like you're. It's just weird. It's just like Nintendo is just being like, okay, well, well, we'll let you keep it, but we want our share. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I personally I personally don't have a problem with it. 
I mean, on my end, because it, I could care less. I mean, this isn't my job. I mean, I do this for fun. And, you know, if the day comes that I ever get paid a little bit to do it, fine. That'll help me, you know, cover the cost it, that I spend at the dollar store for props for my show. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, it's yeah, no, no big deal, you know? But And there's, there's tax to, laws to us, for that, Chris, so I can talk to you about that later. Thanks, man. To, to, to us, it's not going to be that severe of an issue. But cause, cause, uh, but some of these LPers, you know, they consider it their job. Right. Well, and that's that's where the biggest yelling is coming from. Yeah. Well, since this is the Newfoundland Gamer podcast, uh, someone that I'm not connected with, but there's a let's player here in Newfoundland called the Newfie Banga, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him, but this mm. is his job. This is what he does. Like he plays games, and uh, you know, uh, I, I'm I'm not saying I don't like let's plays. I don't usually watch them. Like I'll. I'll watch a playthrough if I'm stuck at a boss, but that's about it. Like, if I'm going to go through a game, I really want to experience that for myself. Same. But there's something cool about a Let's Play. It's it's almost like sitting down next to somebody that really makes some interesting comments while they're playing. Like, I always envision Stu Fish, like, you'd be really fun to sit down and, like, if we were playing through a game together, like, I just imagine you'd say amusing things while we were playing. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got to look into that while you were playing in the uh, Soda Popinski fight. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Don't like being punched in the stomach, do you? <laughs> right. The animation behind it, but uh, yeah, uh, Dahmer brought up something else. I really wanted to. Uh, I was interested in learning about because we all know about Creative Commons. Like we just talked about that a little bit. But how did Sega even flag this stuff? Because what they were flagging wasn't Let's Plays. They were flagging reviews. So I'd really be interested on what code or principle they were being able to take down these videos or is it that simple that a company can come in and just flag you it, it's that, sadly when it comes to YouTube it's that simple yeah like pretty much like saying if like you do a Streets of Rage LP or it's just a review on it and you show some gameplay Sega can be like well I'm flagging this video because you're using our stuff and YouTube will take the video down no questions asked then the onus is on the uh, content maker to prove that they have the right to do that. That is, yeah. you have to prove that you're doing a review and you're not just plagiarizing. Yeah. Have Have any of you guys received content ID claims against you yet? Yes. Uh, for the strikes, no, but like uh, acknowledgments, yes. Yes, acknowledgments. Yes, I've gotten probably about six, seven, maybe. I had I had an acknowledgement at one point for something, and then I just it was some stupid. I can't even remember what it was. Oh, it might have been it might have been the egg when I was drinking the egg, and I put it up, and I used some background music on me drinking the egg when I put the video up by itself. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. From the the training video. I feel like I got a content ID for that, and I got a t content ID for something else, and it was just something goofy, and I just removed it. I didn't. It wasn't. It was just a stupid video I had up for like thirty seconds of just filler space to have something put up, and uh, I don't even remember what it was. I, I think even if you take the video down afterwards, though, that doesn't make the content ID appeal go away. Mine went away, no. I, but I don't even know that. I don't even know that it's what I'm. I might have had an acknowledgement or something. I don't know what it was. I just had, um. I, it was the uh, it was the the egg video, and it was because I used YouTube's sound, their their background music. It, but they tell it, you to use that stuff. I know, and it ID'd it, but it it wasn't like a flag. It was like they just 
it showed up on my um on Social Blade. I was claimed by that group that makes that music. So I became part of their umbrella of channels or something weird <laughs> like that. I don't know what that means, but it was goofy. I don't know. It was stupid. But I I just took the video down because I didn't want to be part of that. I didn't want to be, like, in their crosshairs in any way. So I'm trying to pull up mine. It was for the dumbest thing, too. It was a uh, – I used to I, – I did a failed show where it was uh, Proud Moments in Video Gaming. Yeah. And – where I was doing this total cinema snob ripoff. Well, I did one on Madden. It got flagged. <laughs> I, I show no gameplay whatsoever. I'm literally talking about my experience in Madden, and I got hit with uh, an unmonetization. Yeah, you know, here it is. Um, not monetized. Click to provide proof for commercial use rights. <clears throat> did you have any music or anything weird like that? Nope. I don't... I know. I, I show um, the game case that I had for the uh, 20th anniversary edition. That was it. No gameplay, no nothing. I'm just talking about Madden. And EA flagged me. Well, they didn't flag me, but they put a content. Hmm. Um, Don't mess claim. with the Madden. Madden's a juggernaut. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Madden went all beast mode on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's weird, though. I wonder if it's some kind of like algor- computer algorithm that just picks up on the tag, you know, that you put in, type in for your, for people to find the videos. I wonder if there's some kind of computer program that they just like have it set up where they, those keywords just automatically get picked up and then flagged instantly without any foresight of what's going on or anything weird like that. Like a random security check at the airport? They'll just. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, huh. like, you know. Or not so random, because sometimes, you know, I like those. Because I don't mind. <laughs> I don't if, mind. If they, if they want to pat me down, they're always like, you want to go to a private room? And I'm like, oh, no, let's do this in front of everybody. Yeah. yeah. And then I I giggle a little bit, and, you yeah. know. They don't like it when you moan. <laughs> Harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sir, you can, go. <laughs> you can go to the front of the line now. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, First class, is that where you were going to sit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, and then... Quick side story, uh, I, I just went on a trip. I told you guys about it. I probably wasn't going to be able to be on the show. I was on a business trip. Right. So departing to my location, I took my book bag that I usually take with me to the cabin that I carry my games and stuff in. I know I'm an adult, and I'm going off with a book bag full of games. But uh, I went through security, no problem. Then on the way back, I got stopped, and they said, obviously, you're carrying liquids. I was like, well, I don't have anything in there. Like, there's no bottle of water or anything. They found a... Uh, <laughs> bottle of rubbing alcohol that I actually got through one security but never made it back through with. <laughs> oh, shame on you. Rubbing alcohol. That's, that's harsh. Oh, wow. Woo. I'm telling you what. So I got stopped and felt up. <laughs> well, at <laughs> least you had some alcohol, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes you lube you up beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Just say the vowels. Just say the vowels. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, O, for a little while. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've never been on an airplane, so I really, honestly, I'm really? joking, but I've I've never ever been on an airplane. I've never. Never been on an airplane. Never really gone anywhere. <laughs> I mean, everywhere I've been, I've been by bus. The furthest place I've ever been from here is I've been to Michigan, but I went yeah. by bus, which was hot because I sat in the back 
like right over the engine of a bus. I don't know if you guys have ever been on a bus, but that's a lovely place to sit. It, you're sitting right next to the bathroom. You're on top of the engine. It's about a million degrees, and you can smell the bathroom. It's it's just fantastic. Best spot in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah? So, yeah. Was that your bullet there? She was not there. <laughs> she was Damn. not there. No Keanu? <laughs> no. No Keanu. No. 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 Maybe, Maybe. We can hope. I'll just put a bomb. I mean, what? <laughs> we got to stop talking about movies. I was on a John Claude Van Damme marathon last night, so we got to go away from this. Yes. Did you watch Street Fighter? I hope you did. No, I watched uh, Death Warrant and Hard Target. Oh, that's a good one, too. I like Hard Target a lot. Double Impact. <laughs> JVCD. Speaking of speaking of getting felt up at the the airport, port, you know the <laughs> double impact. Uh, anyway, I, I don't know the Nintendo thing. You know, whatever. I guess they're not really hurting anybody except for LPs. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it could be the beginning. Could be. Yeah, this could set a precedent for other companies to come forward and do the same thing, because the only thing Nintendo can do right now is on specifically their licensed games. And what's going to be the problem? Most L players aren't playing, like, Mario and stuff like that. Well, some do. But, I mean, it's mostly guys playing games like, uh, I think about uh, Stu, he's your buddy too, uh, Kevin, Lagaya Rasaru, and uh, a lot of his RPG playthroughs. Like, if a company yeah. like uh, Capcom or Square comes up, like, the people that do that stuff, they're going to be hit. I mean... The Nintendo games, I don't know how many people actually let's play, like, regular-ass Nintendo. I do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, oh, I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not just saying yours, uh, Chris. I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting what happens. Like, because that, that, that's another thing I thought about. It's like, how far is this going to go in terms of everybody, um, in terms of every game? Like, I mean... And more and more, I really think that we're moving in a direction where, and YouTube started it kind of like pushing their own content that they're putting out, you know, because they've paid to have production companies come in and come up with series and stuff to be on YouTube, um, basically muscling all of us out, and the you and YouTube will be no more, you know. And then that share button on the PS4 will be useless. Yeah. yeah I didn't think yeah. about that. So... I don't know. Well, it, it's already starting technically, you know, with the migration from YouTube. Uh, people are using uh, Blip TV and Vimeo. I've got I've got two Blip accounts. I got a Blip channel with Hey Chris, what you playing? And a Blip channel with Weekend Game Guy. The Weekend Game Guy channel is pretty, you know. I get some hits, you know, but I mean, I always I post both places. I post YouTube and I post Blip because. I, I'm scared. I, I got denied from a blip account. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it basically was like the most like polite rejection letter ever. There's just like it was just like basically the most polite way of saying your content sucks. <laughs> hey, I, I watched your new video today, and I you're 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 stepping it up, bro. The, you uh, really are. The only oh, I mean, yeah, now, yeah. Now, it's a uh, it's getting better. Um. I'm getting way better at this. Um, I'm doing a lot more now. Yeah, I'm. I was impressed. Like, I was really. I was down. I was like, dang, he's really stepping things up. So, thank you, Dom, Dom. To be honest, your production value has always been really good. And uh, yeah. you know, you even look at it. <laughs> you got to give yourself more credit. I mean, I've seen you featured. Uh, you and Chris 
specifically featured on the uh, featured user content on Retroware more than I've seen anybody else, to be honest. Yeah. No, it, I I do have um confidence and ability in, my, in what I do. It's just Blip was just like, for some reason they told me it was like the nicest way possible that it's just you're not original enough. <laughs> yeah. Did you write him back another message to say, Dear Blip, eat a bag of dicks, signed Dom. <laughs> I, I wanted to. I really wanted to. I was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, did you watch the video or did you just watch 20 seconds of it when I had gameplay footage on it? Yeah. You should do a video on that later. Oh, I wish and I could. Send it to Blip. Send it, to Blip. send it and then send it to Blip. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. It's yeah, good to awesome. support this. Well, is there any other avenues outside of YouTube? I mean, guys, we should probably talk about this at some point because I want to keep making videos and I want to make them about what I want to make them about. So I don't really want to be told what to do. Where else do we go? Daily Motion, Vimeo. Yeah. Um, Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing is, I mean, the only thing is that the community here is so tight knit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That I, I, I don't want to lose that. That's what I'm scared of losing more than anything else. I'm not, I don't care if I ever get paid for a video. I don't care if I reach a billion subscribers. Although all those things would be cool. I don't want to lose the community I've built. I don't want to lose the the friendships, the contacts, the, I don't want to lose that. So that's sad. That's why we we all have each other on Skype. (laughs) Exactly. Because at least we'll have each other here. Yeah. And we'll just do we webcam videos for each other. <laughs> yeah. And just personalized YouTube pickup videos like, hey, Chris, here's what I got today. <laughs> yeah. I'll have intro music and everything. Yeah. We'll do a yeah. But no pants. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. pants. How did I get flagged yeah. from a personal video from Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stu, you normally thumbs up those. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Uh. Yep. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to give Keeb a moment to shine? Let's do it. All right, Keeb. Uh, I, you know, I'm crazy and I'm might be a little stupid, but I decided to <laughs> executive decision, <laughs> new kid on the block. Yeah. And Keeb, Keeb was all about it. I yeah. thought I'd come up with a little segment. I'm going to call Keeb speaks. Keeb, I'm going to give you two to three minutes to do whatever you want. Uh, so anyway, I just. Really, for this week, I just wanted to let everybody know that I am stepping down. I am taking a break. I'm only going to be focusing on the podcast over the next, over the rest of the summer up until Cobb Bravo. So there will be no more videos. The really? camera is going away because I just want to, I want to focus on my games so that I can get back and do new reviews. Get you. games back. You're finished. You know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah. Because I've got a backlog a mile long, and I I need a summer break. Because <laughs> I literally treat my channel like a full-time job. I don't know if anybody else does that here, but I do. No, I, I have to go to work. Yeah, yeah. Same here. <laughs> yeah. I do too, but this is at yeah. least my night job. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. It is a job sometimes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I treat this like a full-time job, and... I'm, I need a bit of a break, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you gotta take a break, you know? There's nothing wrong with that Speaking of things, we got a special guest. Who's that? The Italian Gamer 12. Oh, hey, Italian Gamer 12. Popping in. Welcome (laughs) to the randomness that is the podcast. (laughs) 
Well, actually, it was pretty organized, Keeb, until yeah, you made not. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, Leave it to Keeb. Yeah. Shit, I didn't know, guys, my bad. Yeah. Keeb just invited me to a call, and then I invited hey, him, and then they just pulled me in here. Yeah. Chris, no, you're welcome. No yeah. no offense to you or anything. Don't worry about no, that, no, no. man. It's always good to talk to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's totally welcome. You guys too, man. What's going on, yeah. guys? How you guys doing? Not much, not much, not much. Yep. Uh, right. We were just in the middle of the podcast, and we were we had uh, just finished our little rant on Xbox One yeah. and uh, Nintendo's craziness, and Keeb had his moment to shine, Yep. and uh, he's, uh, he's deciding he's going to take a break from YouTubes for a minute or two. And focus on the podcast. Yeah. All right. So, that's, that's a good choice, Keith. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, to- I totally and frankly, agree with you. Yeah I, think, yeah. I think we've all thought about doing something like that, Chad. And i got to give you a lot of credit because some people are afraid to go away from YouTube because they think that if they stop making videos for a period of time that they're going to lose subscribers, whatever. Yeah. But sometimes it's good to just take a break, man, and do what you got to do. I mean, yeah. I look at it sometimes. I'm like... Why in God's name do I have all these games here and I don't have yeah. any time to play them because you're yeah. spending hours and hours making new videos that you could be using to play the games. So yeah. kudos, man. I yeah. definitely think it's a cool thing. I'm going to miss you, but I'm sure I'll talk to you on Skype and yeah. see new well, pictures of you on Facebook and other things. So, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, yes. And as long as I'm getting nude pictures of Keeb, I'm happy. Really. Dude, that's really full nude. Yeah, fully frontal. Oh, there's also going to be still live streams. I'm still going to be doing my weekend hangouts. Those are always fun. Yeah, so. yeah, because literally something literally does hang out every every episode. Because <laughs> <Well, laughs> I'm usually shirtless or you know. Oh, and I'll have to say those the people that come into those like they come up with some pretty wild questions to ask you. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you know I've. I've 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 watched a couple of those and like yeah. I'm like I cannot believe someone has the nerve to ask that. Yeah, yeah. But you know Last whatever. Last night went downhill quickly because these kids kept coming in. They were racist as hell. We had to shut it down right away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. Yep. Yeah. We had it. a good time though, Key. What we went for what, a good 45 minutes before it went downhill. Yeah, 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 yeah. We actually had that go. It was locked in pretty tight, actually. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well. You know, there, there you go. Thank you, Keeb. That was Keeb Speaks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I thought we'd go into a couple of news stuff because I, I, I was reading on some different sites and stuff, and, and this was one of those things where we were talking about the Wii U that's kind of um, the one thing I did want to talk about um, in terms of the Wii, or the Wii U, rather, is that apparently the word on the street is Earthbound will be coming to the Wii U. It even went on pre-sale on Amazon in the UK. This is something that might get me to buy one because I can get it cheaper that way. Honestly, between buying a Wii U and picking it up on DLC, it's probably cheaper for me to get it that way than to actually buy an actual copy of it. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. It's it, it's a definite killer move by Nintendo if they're doing this. It's done. Yeah. It is going to announce it. It was announced officially during the last Nintendo Direct. Yeah, it was. Game changer. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, what what is it? The the article I read on Joystick was, um, Earthbound is an effective Band-Aid for Wii U's virtual console. And I agree. This might... I mean, honestly, there's there's enough of a following and a love and a a growing love for that game that I think this might save them. 
Maybe. I, I've never played Earthbound, only because I don't have $400. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in all, in all honesty, I mean, the only way I played it was was through emulation. But, good Lord, it, it is a very good game. Very, very good game. What do you mean $400, Dumber? I mean, NT1138 had two copies, and he paid 14 I know. Uh, I'm never... I, I, I could get that lucky. What? I could get that lucky, but... Oh, it's yeah. not going to happen around in Jersey, I'm, I swear. Ed's always yeah. finding great deals. Yeah, he he's is. crazy when he goes through and It's crazy what he finds. Makes my shit look like shit. <laughs> but he must have more, like... He's probably got a lot more options than I do. I mean, I've got, like, two Goodwills and whatever else. So, I mean, I never hardly ever find anything. But my wife did, and this is my new strategy now. My new game my new game hunting strategy is I stay home and move game game room stuff and let her go out shopping. Yesterday she came back to the house with um Blades of Steel, um Little Nemo Dream Master and a the gold cart of Ocarina of Time and she paid one dollar each. She has the touch. She does. She does. Well, you posted that on uh, Facebook, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah you saw it. Yeah, that. man. I, I, when I seen a buck a piece for those, especially Ocarina Man, I was like, oh shit, this dude got a steal. Holy shit! And, and yeah. so many people. I mean, like a buddy of mine that, that that came by the house earlier tonight said, you know, he's been looking for a gold card of it, and there she she found a. You know, it's a rough looking cartridge, but for a buck, are you kidding me? You can clean yeah, that up you too. Magic eraser. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. You know what I was going to ask you guys too, man? I'm going back tomorrow to pick it up. My pawn shop's holding it. I know you guys know a lot more values of games and stuff. On the GameCube, my local pawn shop had a copy of uh, Mario Kart Double Dash on the GameCube Complete Mint uh, for three bucks. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's definitely worth three, right? But how much does that usually go for? Isn't it like forty dollars, thirty bucks? Uh, Selling wise, yeah. You, I'd you venture like thirty, thirty-five. Bucks, yeah, right? I'd I'd venture thirty bucks at least. Yeah, I'm gonna go back tomorrow and pick it up. And they also have another pawn shop has for a dollar. Um, when I went out, I literally, we paid all the bills. I was like strapped. I had like not even a buck on me. I was broke for the, in a couple of days. So, um, they also had a copy of Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2 on the GameCube for a dollar. So I gotta go back and pick that up as well. That awesome. one, it, it, it's like around like 10, 15, if, but shipping, if you were to do it or unless to sell it locally, I'd say, uh, hold off unless you're gonna play it. Well, I, I'm not even going to sell them. I'm just going to buy, but I just wanted to, like, I mean, I, I want both the games, and I know they go for a lot, so I figured, what the hell? And I figured, hey, yeah, buying them for a buck, if I ever did have to sell them or did, you know, I'd at least make a profit on them, you know? Yeah, yeah you would, you you would, you could flip those. That's awesome, Chris, actually. Yeah, man, I usually I, never find deals in Vegas, so I found them. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> That's a good deal. I still deal. don't have a copy of Double Dash. I'm still looking for one. I don't either. That's one of the top ones on my list, though, for the cube that I want. Really? Uh, yeah, so yeah. I don't have no, a no. GameCube, so I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> no, just, hang on to uh, just hanging on to it. Just hanging on to it. I ask you guys, uh, how much is a complete in-box copy of Chrono Trigger with all the manuals and still plastic wrap? How much does that usually go for? Like 125 140 oh. <laughs> Really? About yeah. 200 here. Six six bucks, but I'll give you 20 for it. <laughs> <laughs> how much did you get that for, Mike? Uh, I paid 100 bucks. That's not bad at all. That's man. not bad at all, no. man. It's not. Yeah, holy shit. Everything. The only reason I did it was because uh, everywhere I've seen locally and uh, through eBay.ca, uh, it's been going for about a hundred bucks loose lately. So yeah. when the guy offered it, when he originally offered me like 150 because he was going to a Sci-Fi on the Rock convention they had here and he was going to sell it there, and I was like, I'm not paying 150. Good luck at the convention. So he gave me a call uh, about a week after the convention. And he said he's still interested, and we haggled for a while, but we done it today basically. 
That's nice, cool. man. That's Holy a good deal. Crap. That's a good deal, man. Here's, really is. here's a funny thing. One of my friends, um, he's the guy that I bought all the N64 stuff off of before I even had an N64. He's got a copy just loose of Chrono Trigger. And I've been debating to pull the trigger on it for a while. No pun intended, right? <laughs> no, not none at all. Um, <laughs> but when, I, when the Vintage Gamers gave me the copy for winning the contest, like, I don't need it now. But I know, like, literally 100 feet away from me, I could get a copy of Chrono Trigger for, like, maybe 20, 30 bucks. Loose. I would buy a flip it and buy something you want, man. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. might do it, but... I would go for it. You say you're in Vegas? Yeah, I'm in Vegas. Don't tell me you live in Vegas. Man, that place was rough. When I went out there for uh, like a week or two, I went to a few of the Goodwills. There's just a lot of sun. And then I went to, uh, what was that, Gamer's Paradise? That place. Oh, dude. The, the owner place, that... Wait, go ahead. No, I was saying that the stuff there is not, you know, it's not, they have some things that are quality, but. I don't know. It seemed just kind of rough when I was trying to thrift and game hunt around there, and all the all the plane trades I tried to go to were like closed. So I don't know how you guys do it out there, man. Man, it's horrible out here. I can't wait to move back east. Like my buddy John Games Ready One, I hit him up when he came out to Vegas for the the Classic Game Expo, and um, he told me to go to Gamers Paradise because he knows the you know the, the manager and the guy that owns the store there. And I said okay, so I went down there and. You know, the guy was real arrogant and rude, and I bought like a, a shit. T- I mean, I, I spent over like two hundred dollars at the store. And he had one game that was overpriced. He had um, he had Lego Racers for seven. So I, I told him, I said, you know, will you take two dollars off this, and I'll, I'll buy the whole lot for two hundred. And he got pissed. He's like, you know, what do you think this is? eBay, blah blah blah. blah. He flipped and snapped at me. And I'm like, dude, your store isn't that great. You don't have that great of deals. I'll just leave now and just go buy it separately online, and it'll be cheaper. And he he's like, oh no, don't leave, don't leave. And I'm just, I can't wait to get out of here. I mean, I've been dying to get an NES for the past. Six months and the cheapest I've seen them out here, literally, no exaggeration. I think the cheapest I found it was seventy bucks. That's Holy crazy. crap! Damn. Yeah, man, and I'm not gonna pay seventy bucks for it. It's just too much. Where are you from originally? I'm originally from New York, man, but I lived in Connecticut for a while too. So right on. Uh, I'm on well, East Coast guy, so it's probably better up there because I'm down in North Carolina and it's like, God, it's rough, man. We don't have squat around here. I mean, we've got. One really good game store and one not so good game store, and the one here they just jacked all their prices up, and it's like terrible. But we've yeah. at least got one down the road that you know they'll work with you. They cut me deals all the time, and they're really good. But um, That's you know, cool. you you got to get in good with the owners and stuff sometimes. And at least this guy's cool. But well, know. this guy over here, I think he either had a heat stroke or his brain was cooking. <laughs> 122 he is an arrogant prick, man. I mean, like he is real dickhead, and then. Over here, the only real good deals I'm gonna find are like PS2 games at pawn shops and stuff. Because my pawn shops are assholes. They don't take NES. They don't get. They don't take any N64 games. Super Nintendo, nothing. They don't. They don't take mm-hmm. Genesis or anything. So, I mean, I got that one Genesis um, on the strip on the Game Chasers episode I was on with Billy and Jay. And yeah. the reason I got that one was it was on the strip. And I guess the people that worked there weren't supposed to take it in. That's why they were trying to quick sell it. The whole lot yeah, of the games. Yeah. So, I saw that one. That, that was yeah. a good deal. Yeah, man, it was well, a great deal. I still got it here and stuff. I just won uh, Xander's uh, um, on YouTube. Xander, I just won his uh, contest, which I never won a contest ever. And he sent me yeah. thirty-two X. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, you know he man. lives like you know he lives like literally down the street from me, right? Yeah, he seems <laughs> like, like a cool guy. You're lucky you got to hang out with him, man. That'd be good. Yeah, we, we're we're all right in the right in the town. Well, hey, uh, since um, Stu, I know you got a bounce in a couple, so why don't we just roll into games we've been playing? And um, Stu, you go up first. And then well, you can voice your your love and your life. 
my love and my life in the games I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of just actually import games that I'm testing out. Uh, just a lot of fighting games and a lot of Dreamcast uh, racing games like Sega Rally. Just yes. easy games. But um, I've been really into the Resident Evil Revelations ever since the new release for either the Wii U, PS3, and uh, Xbox. That That's a really fun game if you guys haven't tried it yet. Yeah, a lot of people said it's really good. I, I, I don't have a 3DS, so I didn't play it there. And yeah. I, I really want to check it out. I love the Resident Evil series, at least the first three or so. Yeah, Wait, well, you, you got the new HD version, bro? Yeah. I heard online on IGN, I know that they're stupid half the time and they, they frig up the reviews, but they said that supposedly <laughs> has bad controls or it has, like, clunky controls or frame rate issues. Is that true? Uh, no, it's a pretty solid game. It's just saying that because the Resident Evil one for the 3DS is way more tight, but they're just uh, bitching that the, the you can see that it's stretched out. But once you get past all that and you actually play the game, you know, I just... Too many online reviews these days gripe too much about little shit that you shouldn't even be worried about. Like, lately... People don't buy games just because somebody else said it's horrible. Just play it for yourself and then give it a shot, you know? It's yeah, like, I'm going to uh, pick it up. I got to get my, it, man. It's Resident Evil. My rule of thumb is, like, you know, the best reviewer is yourself. Because yeah. you're the one that's got to play it. You know, you're, you're the one that's got to play it. Not not you, not Mike, not Christian. Not it's. I got to play it. And if I like it, I like it. So <laughs> step oh, off. Can... It does yeah, and then uh, another thing is that um, I recently dig in my top loader, and right after that, I seen a video online that you can get unlock like new levels for Super Mario. So I've been messing with that. Have you guys? Heard I saw about that video. That? I saw it's that rare. video. How man. is that, dude? That must, I was like, I almost like uh, cry when I see that. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. It, it's crazy. It's weird because they actually, you know, I'd say a few of the levels are glitchy, but a lot of them are just interesting to play how fucked up the game is, if that makes any sense. It just makes you want to try to progress in the game. So That's it, awesome, dude. So now I'm trying to see if there's other NES games that I can swap out and see if that works, but I haven't run into anything ever since just trying it for a little bit. But I plan on trying to see if I can find any other, like maybe black box label games I can switch out. Maybe that'll... Nice. You know, so that, that's just something that's cool. I've been playing just the Nintendo a lot lately. So, yeah. I hear you. You know, off and on. Well, Dahmer, what about you, man? Oh, man. All right, on the 360, I've been playing Dead Island Riptide. Finished that today. Nice. Um, it's okay. If you like Dead Island, you'll like this one, but it's terribly flawed. Uh, the story is worse than the first one, and it's like, how did you manage that? <laughs> the fir- first Dead Island game story was just really bad. Yeah, it was bad, bro. It was yeah, bad. It, it, it only got worse in Riptide. They truly gave no fucks when it came to the wow. <laughs> How many were given? None. Nope. <laughs> Not one? Not a single friggin' one. Did no. you still kill every enemy just by stomping them out? Is that... I did that just to glitch the uh, achievement for headshots. Yeah. Yeah, because they consider wow. they consider the stomp a headshot. Yeah, I'm telling you, the, the game is a hot mess. <laughs> the first Combat. one was really glitchy too, man. I really didn't like yeah. the first one. I was so excited for it too after seeing the trailer. Remember they showed that. Uh, that's another thing with these games too is they show these live action cutscene trailers, and then when the game comes oh. out, it looks completely different. It's horrible. That that cutscene, I was like, it sold me. I was like, if this can have any of the story that I just saw. I'm, I'm game because it's the a same great. Way. It, it was. It would have been a great zombie game just to have like those moral choices, and there's none of that in either of the games. Yeah. And it doesn't help that the four characters you can play has are the most horrible human beings on earth. 
<laughs> what are, what are the characters for those those four? Um, it, it, there's Sam B, a one hit wonder rap star who's like a misogynistic jerk off. <laughs> there's what? there's Logan who's um an ex football player, steroid drunk asshole. Uh huh. There's Perma nice. who's a a feminist and like anything with a dick is evil. Nice. <laughs> and and then and then there's um. Zayu, and she's the only decent one that actually shows any sort of compassion. Wow. To an extent. Yeah, like, it's just a totally, the, the most horrifying characters I've ever had the displeasure of playing. Oh shit, that's not good, dude. That's horrible. No, no, but the combat is so awesome. <laughs> the combat in the game is so awesome when it's going, so that's why I played both of them. Yeah. But yeah, the, God. <laughs> I, I I want like literally Sam B is the worst human being in a video game ever. That's funny. Next to the main villain in Call of Duty World at War. Yeah. You have <laughs> played you have played Final Fantasy Ten and you know all about uh Titus's buddy that plays that stupid beach ball game, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I've played ten and Hammer smashed the living shit out of it when it came out. I broke right on. The, I broke the sphere grid. <laughs> Everybody wow. had MP1, double cast, holy, ultimate, didn't matter. But who was the guy who had the volleyball as the weapon? Oh, uh, Waka. Waka. Waka, yeah. Waka Waka, yeah. In my opinion, that's the worst character that's ever been in a game. Ever. <laughs> Play Dead Island, you'll quickly change your opinion. <laughs> who do oh. the who do? Yeah, apparently Sam B does, and I hate him for it. I thought you guys were going to say the Cheetahs and Cheetah Man because all everyone says is the worst game of all time. I don't, I don't think it's that. Cheetah Man, that or even though I'm a comic book fan, I'm a big Suit Man fan. Like Suit Man, I freaking hated him. I, I was about to disown DC when Suit Man 64 came out, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh god. It's like a training demo game for the 64. There's yeah. actually Lost Levels that came out. There was a beta that came out, and there's a guy on YouTube that does walkthroughs of it. And it's such a damn shame because it was like a free roam game. You were able to pick up cars and it was actually a lot more detailed and stuff, but the game got rushed out. It was a shame. Uh, it might, it might have been like the best N64 game ever. Like it was literally Superman Grand Theft Auto. I mean, you could do anything. And I was like, oh fuck. Uh, a lot of people say Cheetah Man is the, uh, worst game. Like, but they, they've got to play the Sega Genesis version of Cheetah Man. That's the worst yeah. game ever. I've heard it's rough. Damn, it's, it's worse? Yeah, yeah, it's awful. I never even knew it was on the Genesis. I never heard of that yeah. before. Holy shit. They, yeah, they released an Action 52 for the, the Genesis. Gen, what? Genesis, and it's pretty rough. Wow. From what I know. I, I saw Jump. the AVGM video. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So, speaking from somebody who's played it, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, I got a new series coming back from my old channel where I take shits on games and rant about them, so I'll, I'll definitely have to pick that up then. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, so, Dom, have you been playing anything else? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. To redeem the Dead Island, I've been playing Far Cry 3 as well. Oh, oh yeah. I love that game. Great game. It's amazing. Great yeah. shooter. Um, on the PlayStation 3, I kind of went back to back to 2012. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, you better play, watch out. He's going to get you. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna, he's gonna run a train in beast mode on my ass. That's right. His podcast just got taken down. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to get flagged now. And then it only gets worse. On the Wii, I'm playing House of the Dead 2 and 3 as always. Yeah. I like that. I, yeah, I, it's great. I need to get Overkill. Yeah, I've heard this really good. It's an, it, I've seen it. It's, it's sick. 
It's just out, way out there. I'm going to wrap it up with my playing Ninja Gaiden 1, the game nice. I've yet to beat after 20 years, and I'm bringing back the Ninja Gaiden files, so... I'm always rooting for you, bro. Thanks. <laughs> I, I, I get the nerd rage for, like, a good three hours and try to whittle it down to ten minutes. It, it's it's pretty fun. My neighbors hate me. <laughs> I don't blame you, though. <laughs> no, it's yeah. an infuriating game, and I'm... Because I, I just bought it. I, I'm playing UN Squadron on the on this NES again. Cool. That's a good one. Oh, hell yeah. It's amazing. I love that one, actually. That's one of those, like... I, well, you know, I suck at... Well, anyway. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been looking for the game for like years, it. and I finally got it. That's a good one. Sometimes it can come up pricey, too. If you're... Well, you know, I, I have a plane trade near me that likes me. Yeah. So, yeah, I got it for, like, ten bucks. That's cool. That it? That all you've been playing? That's pretty much it. I've been so busy. That all. <laughs> so busy editing. I mean, that stupid intro I just did. I, I mean, I say stupid. It's a great intro, but it, it 14 man hours. Yeah. For 30 seconds. <laughs> I feel it's your pain, bro. Trust me. Yeah. No, you did the Back to the Future. I don't want to know how long it took you to do all that. It took me a whole month. Oh, my God. I worked about three hours a day a whole month. Oh. And, um... Because I had to hand do it. I got uh, to uh, cut it all out by hand. It's, uh, it was rough. It was rough. So, anyway. All right, Chris, Tang Gamer 12 you're up to bat. What have you been playing lately? Ah, I've been playing a lot of PS2 because I just got the system at a, at a garage sale over here, a local community garage sale. I got it for free. So I've been playing a lot of that. Um, I picked up a game, actually, I've been playing a lot of, and it's actually pretty underrated. No one really ever talks about it. I got it at a pawn shop uh, for a dollar. Uh, it was either that or Star Wars, and I'm gonna go back tomorrow. I was gonna get this obviously because I had the PS2 and on the GameCube, so it's a no-brainer. So I can play it, yeah. and that's no. It's uh, the, the Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas Oogie Revenge on the PS2. Yeah. Uh, it was made and developed by Capcom. It's a really fun. Uh, it's pretty much like Devil May Cry. It's like a Devil May Cry rip, but it's got the you know Nightmare Before Christmas world and stuff. But it's just really cool because I was a big fan of the movie. I think everyone likes that movie. Yeah. And yeah. it's just really cool to go back into the Halloween town and see all the different characters and see their houses and stuff. And it's got a great story too. So and it's got great, great voice acting. All the characters came back and the music, they redid the music and stuff for it. So it's good. Uh, also on the PS2, been playing the Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Um, I freaking love it. It's pretty much Grand Theft Auto Hulk, man. I mean, you could take down skyscrapers and by punching them and you could pick up a freaking car and rip it in half and turn it into boxing gloves. I mean, you can't get any more That's badass That's really cool. That. Yeah, there's, cool. there's one of the 360. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's called The Credible Hulk. I think it's on PS3 and Xbox. Three, yeah, it's Xbox 360 and PS3. It's a great game. I think it's better. I'm going to pick it up eventually. It's actually kind of a little expensive. It's, it's a little more expensive than usually. It's around $30 used, so I'm oh. trying to find a deal on it. Um, maybe it's just because I live in Vegas and everyone's brain's... You know, fried by the sun. Anyways, <laughs> also, um, one more game I picked up as well was Spider-Man, a uh, local, local store here that sells Blu-rays and games and all that other stuff too. And just to give you a quick example of how shitty it is out here, how much would you pay? How much is the most, like over the top most for golf on the NES? Golf? Five bucks. Golf on the NES. Five, five bucks. If yeah, that. they're charging 15 for it. Holy, for a cart I, only? I swear, you think I'm lying? I will take a picture and post it on Facebook. Does it That's come with a free blowjob? <laughs> Even if it well, did, then I still would pay 15 for it. it is it free at that point? No job. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> no job. 
Yeah, man, like everything is overpriced over here. But yeah, I got this one for a dollar. It was like on sale, 20% off Spider-Man 1 movie game. It's really good. I mean, I know it's a movie game, but it's actually super good. One of my favorite movie games. It Great really uh, is, action open. It really I always enjoy And Spider-Man 2 is actually even better. Yeah, it's, it's oh. a lot better. I've been trying to find it in my area, and uh, there's another buybacks that has it, but it's on the other side of Vegas for a lousy three bucks. I'm like, ah. Oh. You know, I always enjoy those Spider-Man games, regardless of how good they are, because I just love to swing around the city and just, you know, be acrobatic and just be goofy. I actually think that's why I like the Bionic Commando remake, but yeah. Yeah, I like that game too. It had some, it had some halfway decent multiplayer. It was, it was really hammered hard, but it was okay. I mean, you know, I think if it launched at a twenty-dollar price point, it would have sold a lot better. You know. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And uh, but yeah, I mean, that, those are fun games. I, I want to pick up the Amazing Spider-Man on PS3 or Xbox. Uh, the problem is I hear a lot of people complain that the camera angle is like literally up your ass the whole time. It's really hard to, to move maneuver. If I had a nickel. Yeah, well. I, <laughs> Every time I've had a camera up my ass, uh, just to. That uh, happens a lot, yeah. That happens a lot. I know. Chris, but I mean, it, Chris <laughs> honestly, forget, forget all that noise. Go get the original Activision Spider-Man on the PlayStation 1. Yes, I want to get that. And you know what's funny? There's a website going called Lukey.com. They sell a lot of older games on there. Yeah. And they have that game for, I think it's 10 they have part two, and I never knew this. Did you guys ever know there's a Credible Hulk game on the PS1? No. I feel like I may have known that, but I I can't be honest with you. Yeah, here. It, it, i never seen it before, but they sell it on their complete for 10 bucks. I was like, shit, i got to get this game. I never, ever, ever heard of it, never heard anyone talk about it. I never even knew it existed. Yeah. So it's awesome, too. So that's pretty that's much cool. all I've been playing. I've been focusing on these games and been taking breaks off in each on. For each one, and I pretty much have them almost beat. So sick. That's mine. Sick. Wow. All right, Keeb, your turn. What have you been playing? Uh, me mostly. It's been a bit of a uh, bit of a uh, 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 let me say uh, <laughs> Gold Gold Sword Dark Dawn. Uh, yeah. Lego Lego Lord of the Rings. Cool. Uh, Lego ba- Lego Batman. Which, if you've seen the last uh, New Flight Game Hunter, you wouldn't know that I picked up all three of those games. Right. Right. Yeah, that was when I was on my little bit of a little bit of a hunt there with Mike for about an hour into GameStop. Then we went into uh, our, our local Costco in St. John's. Cool. Yeah, and we had a sexy was, lunch. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. What'd you guys have for lunch? Was that a ch- we had burger? Well, yeah, was was that whenever Key went to town on that burger and just was like loaded with mustard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was still yeah. on a shirt later when we did the live stream. That was fantastic. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit, Keith. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the mustard's yeah. good. Keith, we're missing one game, Keith. We sat yeah. down to have lunch, and uh, anyways, uh, I started eating my fries, and I put my head down to take my first bite of burger, and I looked up, and Keebs was gone. Yeah. <laughs> Keith, you ate it that fast, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a big freaking two-penny burger, man. You must have been hungry, bro. Yeah, I was, dude. I hear you. Keep, you're missing one game you played this week you told me about. What was that? On the 360, you're playing Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> <laughs> I had to troll you once on, on the podcast, Steve. Okay, okay dude, okay, yeah. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got weird images in my mind, too. Oh, okay, okay. Anything yeah. else, Keep? What else have you been playing, man? Um, bit of, uh, bit of Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Right. Classic. Always good. Always good. I, I yeah, think it's one of the most uh, balanced platformers ever made. Yeah, exactly. Killer Instinct of the, of the, uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah, you were playing it when we started up earlier tonight. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Uh, 
It's one of those cars that I, I like to slap in there every now and then. Right on. Yeah, it's... It... <laughs> That's what she said. Get it? Slap it in there, yeah. you know? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I think I get it. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I think I get it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, is that it? That all you've been doing? Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Cool. Yeah. Mike, what's up? What you been playing? Uh, I've actually been out of town for the last little while, so I've been focused on using my uh, 3DS. Uh, I've been playing a little uh, Paper Mario Sticker Stare, which is actually a really fun game. Cool. I'm really happy with it. Uh, it reminds me more of Paper Mario thousand year door than it does the original paper mario but it's still a lot of fun i'm really early into it so i don't really want to pass too much of a comment yet but still fun uh i've been playing a game called code of princess which is an atlas release for the 3ds and it's really unique it's a mix between like a uh side-scrolling beat-em-up with an rpg elements added in and storyline so i've been surprisingly pleased with that game and uh for people that are like real perverts about sexy drown anime girls the hmm. protagonist is quite hot. Damn. Have to... He was going to pre-order that game right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear him typing. And she's, she's yeah. scantily clad. Uh, reminds me of like the girls from the anime that's on Netflix called Witchblade. I think it is. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, well, 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 right well, well, I'll have to be checking that out later tonight. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! That one as well. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've also uh, been really trying hard before I left, and since I've been home to finally finish off Zombie U on the Wii U. Uh, really having a lot of fun playing that game. I played some Journey, Journey to Silius today, which I absolutely love as well. It's another great game. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Nice. Not bad. Well, I guess it's my turn then, huh? Uh, well, I've turn, I've been uh, tearing down the game room and moving everything downstairs and into the, into the big room, which, gosh, I didn't even realize how much I had until I started moving all this. And it's like, it's like moving out of a house. It's the craziest thing ever, but uh, um, the, really, the honestly, the only thing that's been hooked up for the last week or so has been my Wii, and I've been playing Sin and Punishment pretty much nonstop. And if you don't have it, go get it. And it's only like six bucks or something. It's one of the best rail shooters I've ever played. It is so much fun to play. So I mean, honestly, I I I've been playing that and I played something on the NES. When did I play on the NES? Today. I played Power Blade. That's a lot of fun. I've been playing I've been kem- coming back to that periodically. Um so honestly those are the only two, is Power Blade and um Sin and Punishment. So it's slim pickings this week, but quality stuff. Yeah, that's all that matters, dude. As long as you enjoy it, that's all that matters. Exactly. Exactly. You should play Amagon too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've heard good things about that game. Nothing but good. Nothing but good. <laughs> what about some Shaq Fu, man? Why not? <laughs> periodically, I'll, I'll I will throw that in periodically. I, I will I will give you no doubt about it. I, I really want to do a review and just, like, talk about how come Shaq Fu's the best fighting game ever made. <laughs> just well, you, you would be trolled so bad your school would never get somebody just like yeah, I, I'd actually be curious as to how that would go like I, I kind of want to see what how people would react to that but uh, I would board up your windows get a gun and, and, and just pray. be prepared yeah so, be prepared for hell <laughs> yeah holy shit but uh, that's uh, it for me so um, anything else you guys wanted to talk about or are you ready to close this thing out fellas yeah. I just wanted to thank you guys for having me in here. I'm sorry that 
I call Keep on Skype and they just dragged me in here. That's why I was like, what the hell's going yeah. on? Well, <laughs> but uh, I had a lot of fun, guys, even though I was here for a little bit. So thanks for having me we're on. Glad you, we're glad you it's came in. Yeah. Well, I, I guess uh, I'll close things out and um, kind of let you guys say goodbye. Um, so uh, here we are. We finished another edition of the Newfoundland Gamer podcast. As always, thanks for listening. Um, I'm actually going to try to get this thing. I'm going to try to figure out a way to get this stuff on iTunes or something. I don't know. Trying to figure all this stuff out here since uh check out uh check out Podbean Chris I'll do it I'll do it um you know Keeb kind of turned the recording part over to me so I get to edit some of the audio and have some fun with it so um anyway thank you guys for uh, listening uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel check out the Facebook page we actually have one and um, check out all of these guys channels like everybody up here has a channel and they're all really good at what they do. And they're all really great guys, and they're all really fantastic. So, as always, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. See you guys later. Peace out, guys. Uh, as always, Peace. do good gaming. Yes, as always, do good gaming. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Nice. Thanks for listening, guys.